Hey guys, we are actually off this week. We uh, won't be back until about mid-January. So today's episode is going to be a recast of an episode we originally aired last Christmas, uh, Jingle All the Way. And then uh, uh, after Christmas, we're going to be showcasing some um, friends of the show. We're going to showcase some of their episodes. So I hope you guys enjoy and we'll see you in January. All right, welcome to Action Action. The podcast is set to watch every movie and pit them, every action movie ever made and pit them against which another one another. Welcome back, Dustin. Ah, oh, god damn it, Dustin, you fucking bitch. <laughs> it's good to be on this side of the microphone. It's not and very, I can just tell you very how you try to ruin like. every single introduction. Hmm. It's not very festive Re- uh, reception. I don't celebrate. I don't recognize Christmas. <laughs> it's weird. You got lights all over your house. My wife recognizes it. I'm defiant. <laughs> I love Christmas, man. Christmas is the best. It's my favorite. It's got to be. It's definitely my favorite holiday. It's up there. Like yeah. with what else? What else? What else matches it? What Easter? <laughs> no. Birth and death, man. I mean, yeah. Life. I mean, if we're talking purely holiday, I guess. I mean, I prefer October as the, a time of year, but that's a month, but, motherfucker. But Christmas is pretty awesome. Christmas is the best. Like everybody's like, I don't know, busy and shit. <laughs> that's what's good about it. I like it. I like the hustle and bustle. Huh. I like people getting like, people are getting ready. People put getting up lights in there on them Black Friday sales. Oh, I don't really go for that shit. <laughs> I like to. Pr- I prefer my people uh, having a day off in America. We don't really have that in Canada. I mean, well, Black Friday, that's Thanksgiving, right? No, to, today's Thanksgiving. So yeah, but tomorrow, it's not really Christmas. Tomorrow's Black Friday. It's like the worst. It's, it's the getting prepped for Christmas. It's it's a, it's like the worst day to be like a fucking, I don't know, what's the word? like Human? A, person that works in a store? Person who works in a store or like Amazon. Yeah. Right. Did you remember? Did you watch that South Park that they did a few years back, where it was like Game of Thrones? Yes, Black Friday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, this is action, action, Dustin. Sure is. Uh, what did you watch this week? Bing bong. Uh, let's see. I went and saw that new Steve McQueen joint there, uh, Widows. Yeah. I want to see it really, really bad. It was pretty good. I uh, I don't know if it was quite as good as I thought it was going to be, but it was good. Well, there's a lot of people that are saying that. Uh, a lot of people are upset that people aren't talking about it more. Like, why mm-hmm. isn't this like talked about? It in well, the, it didn't in, do that. Didn't do that well at the box office. Or no, it's not terrible. But people are saying like, Oscar movies are coming out. Like, why aren't people talking about this movie? It's got really good performances and an awesome cast. Uh, you know, it's a, it's definitely a very good heist movie, and has some really cool elements. I think it didn't totally work for me just because. It's actually one of those cases where I'm watching the movie and thinking, you know what, this actually would have worked better as like a mini series because there's so many characters. I that... thought for sure you were gonna say if it had men in it. <laughs> That's what I was like. Dustin, That's what worked better with men. I was like, Dustin, don't say, it. don't say men, <laughs> don't say men, Dustin. No, I think it would have worked better. Like you know, Sharp Objects, they just did Jillian uh, Flynn well, amazing, as yeah. a mini series. I think this would have worked better as a mini. She co-wrote this, I believe. Yeah, uh, and I just think it would have worked better that way because. There's like a whole bunch of characters in this movie and there just isn't time to get the emotional impact you want by the end of the movie when it comes around. But 
Yeah, it looks like it is, it is really good. It looks like they're trying to do. Um, I mean, not to belittle this movie, but do kind of like a heat style. Like, yeah, there's there, a bit of that. There are like these characters, and they're not just the criminal. Like, they're not just criminals. They have like, yeah, they have they're, lives. They have lives, and and that's the thing. You like, you want to actually get more invested in them than yeah. there's time to in the movie. Oh. And it's like a, it's not a short movie, but it's still there. Still isn't time to like get into each of these people's stories um, and understand them a little better. Yeah, it's so, too bad. I'm really excited to watch it. I I think it looks really good. I also watched um, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, a new Coen Brothers movie on Netflix. Oh, yeah, I watched that. I Did you? Yeah. started watching that and Did I fell like asleep. Um, I don't know. It started out good and then it just kind of yeah. slowly yeah. died to oh, me, for I me. I think how, like... This is a good question. How many white people can you put in one movie without a minority? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that is a white-ass fucking movie. Yeah, I guess that's true. Didn't really think about it because of the setting, but yeah. Well, there's uh, no white... There's no black people in the hundred years ago? I guess not. Well, I mean, I don't know. You watch old, If you watch old westerns, you're not usually going to see a lot of black people in them either. But Can't we just like... But, I mean, like... If I'm making a Western like right now, that's just like, uh, not fantasy, obviously, but just kind of like a, who fucking cares? It's, it's, it's the, it, it has no bearing in real life. Why not just throw like random people in there? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It wasn't anything I considered while I was watching it, but, uh, I don't know. I liked, I liked it. I thought each of the stories had its own. You, did you watch the whole thing? Yeah. 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 I, I thought I liked the first story. Uh, you know, I thought that was... I didn't realize it was going to be completely separate oh, yeah, stories. It's like an anthology thing. Yeah. Um, so the first story, if that was like the full movie, then... Yeah. You know, where it's a bunch of uh, gunslingers that are all musicians and different like, musicians. Right, and yeah. That would be a really interesting concept for a movie. A full, like a full musical gun yeah. shootout type of thing, yeah. It was. I thought that was a pretty fun segment for sure. It kicks it in like it's like a high energy thing to start, and definitely some of the other stories are slower paced. I got to the part where I can't remember which comes later, either James Franco, yeah, or the guy with no arms and legs. I think that's after the James Franco. That's but the part I don't remember for I sure. I fell asleep and I was like, I gotta go to bed. That one was kind of strange uh, and very bleak yeah. out- outcome. Which is, you know, no surprise for Coen Brothers type of thing. But uh, I did, there's a there's a story later with, um, what's the actress, Zoe Kazan. She was in The Big Sick. Oh, yeah, she's great. Uh, I liked that one quite a bit. Also, I had a <laughs> dark ending with the, the woman Kaz- who was going to marry the guy on the wagon train. It's yeah. Ilya Kazan's granddaughter, I think. Who's, sorry, who's that? Ilya Kazan? Yeah, who's that? Oh, fuck. I'm going to put this on tape, but on the waterfront director? Oh, okay. Huh. Blackballed? Yeah, By oh, Hollywood. Oh, I see. Yeah, during the during the McCarthy. Right. Huh. Now I'm going to be wrong. I'm going to be wrong. It's like a fucking idiot. You guys write in, tell Johnny's a fucking idiot. <laughs> anyway, that's what I watched. Tell us about the little drummer girl. Oh yeah, I started watching the little drummer girl. I believe it's called. It's a new um, A and E. No, AMC. AMC. Right. Uh, like miniseries. Um, it's written by fucking what's his name, British. <sighs> Jesus Christ <laughs> Fucking The British Jesus no, Christ No the oh, The British fucking uh, Spy guy 
Leclerc? Leclerc? Oh yeah, John Leclerc. Yeah, yeah. John Leclerc. Um, I believe it's it's. I don't know. I think so. I only watched the first like two episodes. Um, I think it's. I don't know how many parts it is, but uh, yeah, it's got uh, Skarsgård. Peter. Yeah. No. The, oh, Stellan. The, the Stellar skateboard. No, it's got the, the True Blood Skarsgård. Oh, okay, son. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember which one. He I is. don't know. He's a handsome devil, that guy. Yeah. I can't remember the actress's name. It's not. It's not fair because Alex, she's. Is it Alexander? Skarsgård? She's really good. It's Alexander. It's really good. I love it. Um, it's funny uh, watching it. Um, I have uh, so much more appreciation for um, Mission Impossible, uh, the first one. Oh, yeah. Watching it and just seeing like the camera shots and the angles and stuff that they do and how much De Palma like really captured all of that. The sort it, of 70s spy. 70s spy, but it's also yeah. very like Hitchcock. Oh, like, yeah, for like, sure. Very Hitchcocky, like uh, like North by Northeast. North by Northwest, sorry. Um, <laughs> is, that, is that a remake? <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a, uh, yeah, it's a remake. It's a, uh, it's an indie, it's from Indian uh, uh, Bollywood oh, um, yeah. unofficial un, uh, remake. Um, yeah, and how uh, there is this, like, I, how much I love the, that's aesthetic. Yeah. Like, I, I don't really watch enough of the, like, uh, Night of the Condor and stuff like that. Like, these movies that I loved, like, you know, 10, 15 years ago and was like really on a big spy kick. Hmm. Um, and the aesthetic of those movies and how amazing they are. There's just, uh, it's really good. So yeah, check out more sixties and seventies spy movies cause they're awesome. Yeah. That was a bigger genre at that time. At that time, I think it's, I mean, it's all that thing. Like what f- does, does art follow, culture or does culture follow art like what's pushing what like yeah. there's a lot more intrigue going on cold war shit right the stuff that's going on in the world makes us want those kind of stories at yeah. that time or whatever yeah yeah well i didn't really watch anything other than that one movie except for jingle except all the for way this fucking movie <laughs> so let's listen to the trailer Every holiday season, there's one toy everyone has to have. I want the Turbo Man action figure with the arms and legs that move, and the Rocket Roar jetpack, and the Boomerang shooter. Getting it is every child's dream. Whoever doesn't can be a real loser. Finding it. You got the doll, right? Is this father's nightmare. I'll get that toy. I promise. Whoa! Nothing like waiting till the last minute, Howard, sir. Especially on Christmas Eve. Christmas spirit. The last one just left. Now, it's two fathers. This is war. One mission. Woo! Oh, the baby. <laughs> and every man for himself. I'm thinking maybe, you know, we could join up as a team. You know, like, like Starskin Hutch. We're well, late delivery of Turbo Man. That toy works. Let's go. Is there a problem, officer? You can never do too much to make a child's Christmas magical. Hey, buddy. From the director of Mrs. Doubtfire. You want a Turbo Man for Christmas? Forget it. I'm not going to sit in your lap. Tony, Tony. 
that was taken this morning. And from the director of the Flintstones. Don't open that up. No, no, no. Of course, there's uh, some assembly required. You know what you guys are? Nothing but a bunch of sleazy con men in red suits. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sinbad. I work for the post office and I'm unstable. Tell him. This man is totally insane. Thank you. Christmas comes but once a year. all the way you picked the wrong day <laughs> okay I, I didn't have that no. so here's the part you want to get right into this that part is fucking bullshit that part made me so mad so unrealistic it made me so no <laughs> what when he knocks out the reindeer yeah it makes me so mad because it doesn't work within the fucking reality of this movie what are you talking about? He uses a jetpack at the end of this fucking okay. movie. <laughs> so go ahead. No, what am I talking about? Yeah. Okay. This is a much larger issue. Arnold Schwarzenegger should not have been in this movie, and it would be a much better movie. Right. Okay. Uh, uh, who? And you think David Spade? No, that's not what I said. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're not being true to the conversation that we had before this. <laughs> So uh, here's my problem with uh, him punching out the reindeer. Mm -hmm. There's a scene earlier in the film in which he's uh, they're in a, a, a some kind of uh, El Chapo style cocaine manufacturing facility, but with toys and, and run by Santa Clauses. Right. Yeah. In which he gets the shit kicked out of him by a much larger man. A much, much larger man. The yeah. big, the big, the big show. show yeah. yeah. And, and I think that that's what's so funny about this movie. Because it's, it, he shouldn't be strong. The whole point is that he's not strong. He's weak. He should be weak. He gets beat up there. Right? He gets pushed around. And we're, then we're led to believe that he punches out a reindeer. <laughs> well, I don't know that he's supposed to be weak just because a guy that's like three times the size but, of him beat but, him but, up. But why make him look weak there? But then make him look strong later on when he fights a deer. I think he says not today. Like at this point, he's had enough. Yeah. Well, it would be so, so much funnier if it was a if it was a weak person. Like if it was like a David Spade, for for lack of a better person, like like he's I think been we need pushed to come up with a better <laughs> replacement. No, okay, whatever. I'm saying Sandler. A, a, yeah, Sandler. Anybody, anybody that's like a, a regular sized person. Mm -hmm. Like he's pushed around all day. He's been yeah. fighting and fighting and fighting. And then it'd be way funnier if at that point he somehow, this guy who should not so be able to. fucking done with all this he's shit. He's done with everything. And then he punches out the deer. Well, I think that's why, you know, Phil Hartman or Ted says like, you can't bench your press yeah, which, your way out of this and one. And he says that earlier, which but it doesn't make any any sense in the context of the film. Because they no, never... it only makes sense because we all know who Arnold Schwarzenegger exactly. is. Exactly. It only yeah. makes sense because we know who Arnold Schwarzenegger That's is. That's why it's great. But that... <laughs> and it's, it's a great line in reference to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. But it's not a great line in reference to this character. Yeah, I mean, I That's, guess you can just assume that because he's Arnold Schwarzenegger and he looks like he does, that he must work out. Yeah, but do you see my... But no, yeah, but they I never they never truly actually show off how big he is. Yeah, but you... You, you, you get a, you you get a general sense. He does not He does not look that much bigger than Sinbad. But, but Sinbad this, is a pretty big dude. I don't, I don't think this movie is supposed to be like... Um, like, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger in Jingle All The Way. <laughs> it's not... 
we need an actor that can fill this role of this dad no. and like mm. get into the character. But I'm saying I think it would be right. fu- I think it would be funnier if and more interesting if it was a weaker everyday every man type of person who like is fighting all the time and he like he's he's like comes like, he comes against like these forces and they keep pushing him down and he gets I th- beat I think up. That could work better if but it would still need a better script. It would uh. need a better script. But then hold on, let me finish James. And then that would actually make the line in which he punches out of a, a reindeer mm-hmm. Kind of funny because it's like you shouldn't be able to do that, and then it would make the. I mean, uh, I don't think even Arnold Schwarzenegger can punch. No, no, no. Of course, of course he can. (laughs) Yeah, he can. It's also. (laughs) But then what would also be interesting then is is um, then he he becomes Turbo Man, like a character who like at the end does not rely in any way on physical strength, but only upon his jetpacks and his boomerangs and stuff like that. Where like he is a weak an average man who when he takes the form of turbo man has the power to actually like defeat his enemy. I think you're deep diving into this way (laughs) too much. Well, I think, I think you have a point. I think if, but it's still, I still think you'd need a, Better script uh, for that. To, of course, you for would. that. To, to, I'm just saying that it didn't. Work. It didn't work in Jingle All the Way too with Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, fuck. that fat fuck. Well, he's an everyday. Which, which no, they he's an everyday filmed, American. They you know that movie right here in Abbotsford. Well, oh. you know that's not even his accent. That's a fake accent. Okay, yeah, he's a comedian of sorts. <laughs> what are you talking about? Every comedian doesn't have a fake fucking well, southern accent. So, lots of comedians, especially in the in, he puts in on, the 90s and stuff, used to have a put on sort of He act. puts on a southern accent. I don't know why I'm defending. Sound, I'm here I yeah. am. You forced me to defend yeah. Larry the Cable Guy. I haven't forced you to do that, anything. This is your you. this is your true character coming through. <laughs> okay. This is who you are. All right. So so we get it. The the movie script doesn't really suit Arnold Schwarzenegger. It should have been a better script and a, a different person. It would have made the movie better. In in your eyes. In my eyes. Yes. I think that there is a there is a husk of a <laughs> of a good It's not and, a bad idea. And interesting the movie, the movie isn't a bad idea. I actually think this could be a really, really fun movie. And I am super against remakes. Like for uh-huh. the most part. I would actually love to see a remake of this movie with a better script and two different actors. I think it'd be Stone really Cold good. Steve Austin. And <laughs> See, I think this movie is great because it is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Because it brings along with it the cheese, the the one-liners, the the fact that you got this action hero playing like this workaholic dad. Fighting it out with people in a mall. So you're saying, yeah, instead, of, instead of mowing guys down with a machine gun. Yeah, but that. So, but you didn't get that as a kid. Like that didn't. You. The sub, okay, but this is Schwarzenegger subverting. I know, I'm. I'm just saying. Like I watched this movie with my kids. Uh huh. Okay. They didn't get. They're five and four. Okay. They didn't understand that like Schwarzenegger was subverting his like persona. Yeah, but by the time James would have seen it as yeah. a kid, he would have already known who Arnold Schwarzenegger was. Really. Yeah. It came out in 96. Yeah. It's not like it's super old. He was 11. Yeah, but he would have already known who Arnold Schwarzenegger is. So yeah. it had some like, concept of like what he does normally and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. I can't believe we're getting to this level well, in this movie already. That, that's, we should, we should I think that's a the, little like, I get what you're saying, but I think we need to take it for what it is, which is a, an Arnold Schwarzenegger playing an everyday dad. 
was supposed to be every day, but it's like it's sh- just like insane. <laughs> I get what you're saying too about you know him the cheesiness of Schwarzenegger in a movie like this, and I do think if it works at all, and I don't I barely think it works. Um, a lot of it is because of Schwarzenegger, I think, but. At the same time, don't, I don't, don't think it has like the lines or anything. No. Like well, that. it doesn't have the the lines, but it has some lines. I, I think uh. they all they all involve uh, Phil Hartman. I think. Well, Phil Hartman I, is the funniest part of the movie, so, but even he isn't really allowed to be funny. No, he's not. He's just the fucking sex freak. Like I start laughing when I see Phil Hartman because I know he's funny. <laughs> yeah, here's the thing: you drop Phil Hartman to any movie, and I'm gonna like. It's yeah. going to be hard he, for me to say it's not good. He has definitely like the best bits are with him, but it's still, it's like uh, they should have just unleashed him a little bit because I feel like even those situations don't actually get like funny. Oh, like, this is okay. The hard, so, I think this is the hard thing about like, about rating a movie that you, we have, we have sentimental feelings towards. Well, I think when, it's just take it as, okay, we can, we can, I think we can move past the fact that Arnold Schwarzenegger is in this movie. Yeah, okay. so we, we have so, to. So he's in this movie. So I'm right. going to talk about this movie like I like I've never watched this movie before. This is the first time I've ever actually sat down. I don't think you can. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> that's the problem. So this is the first time I've ever actually sat down and watched this movie from beginning to end, and I was like ready to go. I was Holiday like, treat I was kind you. of excited because I was like watching with my kids, and like my kids don't normally watch live action movies. So right. I was like interested to see like how they would react to it. And for the most part, they actually really liked it. Um, they actually, they asked to watch it again today mm-hmm. and we watched it yesterday. Um, I think that the part of my brain that's just like, and you told them, fuck no, we're not watching that shit ever again. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't actually, I said they could watch it again because it's like, fuck who gives a shit? Like no, kids yeah, watch no. movies and it's, it's fucking great. It's a kid's movie, but so they should like it. I, when I was watching it, I wasn't, I didn't think that Arnold Schwarzenegger should be traded out because I have my beef with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I was like, this movie would actually, I truly think be better without him. Okay. But like what I'm saying, I think you've made your point about Arnold Schwarzenegger not being the role in this movie, the main role. So I think we can move on to other aspects of this movie. No. Want to talk about the the bomb squad? <laughs> That's like a real Mary Melodies moment. Yeah, there, that it was bomb. a real Avin Costello. Like I forgot that that happened in this movie. So yeah, so Sinbad's character is a post post. Uh, we haven't really talked about what this movie's about. Yeah, I guess we're just assuming. We jump right know. into James. What is this? James, movie give about? us give us a rundown of this movie. Uh, this movie's about, I guess, a workaholic dad who's never there, who promises everything but never delivers. But it's also about consumerism and the postal service and Santa Clauses. Santa Clauses. Nothing well I lecherous neighbors. Criminals. Criminal enterprises. Um <laughs> so all of these things. Uh, the disregard big, for the law and police. It's about two dads trying to get a toy for their both trying to get yeah. a toy for their kid that's in there's, high demand. There's a lot of things. One of the big Things I heard, like I, I was reading about like different people's responses to this movie online. And one of the problems that a lot of parents had about this movie was that it was about consumerism. Mm-hmm. And I actually thought that, that was fucking completely wrong because this movie is really anti-consumerism. 
Maybe. I don't know. Is it? I think it, it it's I it's think about it, consumerism, but it doesn't it, really like I think it wants to be a head on. I think it wants to be a critique on consumerism. It wants to show that yeah, like it needed a little bit more writing in order to do that though, I think. Yeah, the script is fucking terrible. <laughs> but I think that what it wants to be I, I think this movie is is its ambitions are grander than its what happens on screen. Right. It um, is a little bit prescient and showing all like, this sort of like people stomping on each other in order to get this fucking toy and Yeah, and how people laugh and like it's like every Black Friday fucking shit right. that we like watch with like there's videos of like Americans trying this, to killing each other all the Black at Walmart Friday shit, doesn't it? Yeah, but it's like Christmas Eve. It used to be Black Friday, I think. It was like yeah. But I th- I think that like, what it's really telling you is like that what I think what it wants to tell you is that consumerism is terrible and that we should appreciate like what our we ha- families, what we have, what we have right. the, and we should be better fathers. Yeah. Instead it has, of being, it has those sentiments. In I, there. I think that's what it wants to be, whether it pulls it off. I don't know, but I, I, I think this movie has an actual pure heart, like in its core. I think it actually, it, its intentions are, are good. Yeah, for sure. I think so. I I just don't think yeah I don't think it really pulls them off like I don't think it pulls off the sentiments that it wants to get across no. really like the the you know it doesn't it doesn't make you feel <laughs> like like even as a kid or a younger person when I watched this I wasn't like oh this is a nice like it doesn't that part doesn't work mostly because Jake Lloyd is the most annoying fucking kid actor who's ever existed <sighs> um, isn't he in jail he's I in a psychiatric ward actually I think oh, really? that's I heard Jimmy God. see kid actors. Uh, well, it's, fuck, I feel bad for little the Anakin kid. Skywalker here. I think that but I like, forgot it was him in this, and I was like, "Oh God!" <laughs> but I don't think it, like it, like the consumerism stuff. I think could have really worked, but they did like they just needed to just hash it out a little bit more in yeah. order to have a, like sort of a make a point about it. But the thing is, they I don't, don't really deal with it head on. Like, they I, just, I'm saying, I'd rather watch a movie like this with my kids, which has a what I do believe is. A, a good heart, like a good soul with poor execution. Sure. Then like something that's cynical. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, and, and there's no, it, this movie isn't in, in, this isn't something you can't, shouldn't show to your kids. No. And, and this movie is not mean spirited. No. Like, and I appreciate Except maybe towards uh, booster. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Nobody likes you, Booster. <laughs> no, the, the kids even beat up Booster. Yeah. That yeah. was like the only part I laughed in the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I, I so like to get back on what, what I think James really wants to talk about is like, this is not the worst Christmas movie out there. No, there's worse. There's way well, worse. Well, to me, it this movie should not be taken seriously at all. And I mean, there is so many weak points in this movie but overall i think it's just a fun it's a romp yeah like he's just he he's trying to make up for all the years of him not being there you know not going to his karate class all that stuff and i don't know it's just fun i think the problem is <laughs> like, for me i just i didn't enjoy it <laughs> The problem is I just didn't like, like uh-huh. this. I think that I understand. And trust me, like I'm talking to like Aaron, friend of the show, Aaron. Yeah. Like loves this movie 
And I'm like, well, he's at the age that he was playing a kid when he yeah. Saw it, right? And like to me, I, I never, I never watched this movie as a kid. Like, right. I never did. I've watched parts of it with you, James, mm-hmm. before. Yeah. But like, I've never actually like sat down and watched it until yesterday. And I'm just like, this movie fucking sucks. <laughs> but at the same time, my kids liked it. Like, and hey, if they like it, that's yeah, that's cool. Like, it, and and that's the thing is like. I like I didn't like it's not a movie where I'm watching it and I'm like oh god like I can't I oh, can't not stand a, this or anything not at all I don't feel like that like it's not like I'm like getting aggravated watching it or something like that yeah and I'm not even like I just that I just bored. don't feel like it works on almost any level like I don't feel like the I don't feel like there's so any it doesn't comedy. work on any level <laughs> almost like wow. like the comedy isn't funny like Sinbad is is painfully unfunny I, th- I found in this movie all we know about this movie is that Phil Hartman fucks <laughs> yeah <laughs> I like that whole that idea of that uh, some of that stuff the, know, but, like, that's, is amusing that's funny to me but like I talked to somebody else and they're like oh he's a complete fucking pervert like he's a freak like who's he's a, trying man- to like slip manipulating in there and, uh, women and steal into f- Arnold's wife yeah but anyway, to me I'm put like put down the cookie <laughs> yeah to me I'm like well, I'll talk about Phil Harbin for a second. To me, his character is like, he's just a single dad who likes to fucking bone down. <laughs> and the thing is, he's not a, he's not a bad person because he does. He, I think he truly enjoys doing all of the things that he does with these women. He, I think he enjoys. <laughs> sure he does. Well, yeah, he does. <laughs> I think he enjoys hanging out with them and like. Fixing their... Fixing their... It's he, an exchange, right? He has the right... He provides a service. He has the right <laughs> tool to fix their problems. But the funny thing is that the women are, like, into him. It's oh, not like... Man, uh, they want He's kind of like a Ned Flanders wet. type. That's what somebody else said. Except for, mm. like, he's Ned Flanders that fucks. And these ladies... <laughs> this this These suburban moms are just wet for him. There is a fucking pool that they could fill with Jesus. the love for Phil Hartman. Uh, that that's accurate, I think, <laughs> in this film. Well, I mean, the scene in the auditorium. What? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. When yeah, they're all the like, yeah, yeah, oh, hey, we got, yeah, yeah, we got. You gotta come check my porch light yeah, out. Yeah, I got a, I got a tool to fix your fucking toilet or whatever. <laughs> Do you think there was like some stuff cut with his kid being like a little asshole? I feel like that kid was supposed to be a little asshole, but it never actually I like really the- showed him being that way. It showed a little bit like how they're, you know, fighting in the living room, like pushing each other, like, I want to be terrible man. Right. And even in that scene, that's the whole uh, put the cookie down. He he uh, picks up a cookie and burns his hand and yells at the kids. Yeah. And that kind of shows almost like he's pretending. His real character. Yeah. 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 He's just pretending. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. And um, but even like, oh, yeah, my dad never was like this until he got a divorce. Maybe your parents should get a divorce and your dad will be like this. Right. I mean, that's just his perspective, I guess. The, kid, the I think kid's th- perspective. I, I like the fact that they they didn't make the kid mean. Like, I, I think that's kind of refreshing because why does there always have to be a bully that's a kid? Yeah, I guess he I'm, doesn't I'm need just to thinking be mean. like, I guess I'm just, you know, you're used to you, the tropes and you think that he should be or whatever. I think that you might be right that they cut it, but if they did anything good, I think they did that, 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 well, that, I, oh, sorry. Finish. Oh, I think they did that. That was a good choice then because like that, that kid is a victim in all of this as well. Like he's, right. he's just this, you know, look, this, this fucking I guess I was thinking it would, it would have reflected more about Phil Hartman's like 
actual like kind of being an asshole uh even though he, you know, he, it's true. He's yeah. supposed to be like the super but nice. I, I don't know. I, I think I just kind of like the fact that there wasn't like once again having kids watching it, that they can watch a movie where the, there's no kids that are bullies, right? No kids that are being. They're just kids. They're right? just kids. Yeah. And I thought that was actually kind of one, except for the ones who beat up Booster. <laughs> well, who has poor fucking Booster? Who hasn't beat up a furry? <laughs> you're telling me a furry walks into this house right now, you're gonna, you're not gonna fight them. <laughs> I, guess, I wouldn't uh, touch their outfit personally. No, yeah. <laughs> Fucking cum stains and all sorts of knows, shit. Yeah. What else is on there? Well, let's talk about the Santa scene where he, he's going to. Jim Belushi, for some reason, is a small Santa. Oh, God. Jim Belushi. And he's got his elf. Um, I forget that actor's name, but he's from Seinfeld. Uh, is it worth There's having- a couple Seinfeld connections, actually, because at the end when they do the parade. One of the announce the two announcer people doing the parade. One of them is Jackie uh, Kramer's lawyer. Oh yeah, the lawyer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. Is it worth having John Belushi to show have up Jim, to have Jim Belushi? And Jim Belushi, yeah. No, no I'm saying, oh, is, is, it, is it a fair trade off? Is it a fair trade off? Like it's tough. John wasn't around. Long. John wasn't around for <laughs> yeah. very long. Like, did he do enough good? Yeah, I mean, while alive. I feel, like Blues, to, I feel like Blues Brothers alone is a, is worth it to give us Jim. Yeah, because I don't have to watch Jim, and I can just keep going back and oh, watching Blues man. Brothers. Jim again. Belushi, <laughs> he fucking sucks. <laughs> he's not great. No, he's not great. <laughs> he's not even okay. Well, he's not terrible in this. He's fine for the being the scummy Santa that's trying to sell him the the knockoff Turbo Man. Yeah, I think it's just trying to feed into like what Sinbad said at the beginning, the toy cartels, right? And it's like this is like the the black market of the. Yeah, it would the be, toy cartel. I think so it it's like been, this is where you're forced to go after you can't get the. Yeah, exactly. I think it would have been really funny if like Sinbad's shit was more flushed out. Like, I want to know his back. What's he fighting for? Yeah, well, he's you're supposed to f- feel some sympathy for him, I think, at the end and stuff, because he's like, well, now what am I going to give my kid and blah blah. But like, he he's like trying to steal a toy from a child, and. Almost yeah. getting that kid killed Hold on, but so at that did, point. So, so did Sorted Arnold. He did, but he put it back. Oh fuck! Barely. He was gonna, and then he Barely. decided to put it back. We but that's know. when the reindeer he, attacks no, him. He was no, yeah. no. He we, he didn't actually put it back. But he was going to. He said, no. "I can't." He said, "What am I doing? I but can't do this." He didn't actually do it. Yes, but we know he was going to. No, we don't know. Oh, come off of it. He was, was he gonna put it back? James, he was probably before the reindeer attack. He him? was probably gonna. He was probably gonna but, put it back. But the reindeer. The reindeer interrupting him. He's like, what am I doing? Yeah, the, the reindeer interrupting him made it so that his character never actually had to make that decision. Right. Well, but he I says, feel like we what know am I, that what he's am I doing stealing from a kid? Yeah. So we know at that point that he knows it's wrong. Well, we don't yeah. know the cutout. We don't know the deleted scenes where Sinbad's <laughs> like snorting like eight balls and being like, I wish I didn't have to do this. Well, that movie I would watch. <laughs> well, I think Sinbad, you, so he's divorced and pays alimony to his wife who sleeps with everyone in the mailroom but him. <laughs> Except for him. Which, that was the funniest line I think maybe in this movie. You know it's all a ploy, don't you? A ploy. Man, where have you been? Don't you watch TV? We are being set up by rich and powerful toy cartels. Oh, come no, on. No, you got these big fat cats sit there using working class just like me and you. They spend billions of dollars on TV advertisement, and then they sit there and use subliminal messages to suck your children's minds out. And I know what I'm talking about because I went to junior college for a semester and I studied psychology, so I'm right in there. I know what's going on. 
And then they sit there and make a kid feel like garbage if you, the father, who's working 24-7, delivering mail so you make an alimony payment to a woman that slept with everybody at the post office but me. And then when you get the toy, it breaks and you can't fix it because it's a little cheap plastic. You know what I like to do? I like to walk up in that office, grab one of those guys, and just chuck him, chuck him, until his eye pops out. Shouldn't wear fur. Well, that, that, that and the put the cookie down. That's the cookie funny. down, I know everybody says I mean, that. see, that's the thing. Now, if you had someone else, like whoever, well, maybe Sandler could do it. I don't know why I'm thinking of Sandler. I just feel like maybe he would fit What if it was more like, like instead of... But put, if it wasn't Schwarzenegger, it's the Schwarzenegger delivery that makes it funny. Like, yeah. What if oh, it was totally. to put the cookie down more like an Alec Baldwin and Glengarry Glenn Ross? Like, it would just be a different, like, way of, like, saying it. It, <laughs> it could have been hilarious. Alec Baldwin. Huh. Alec Baldwin. Imagine. Okay, here's the thing. Jingle all actually, the that's not a bad idea. Alec Baldwin would have been actually kind of a good choice. <laughs> I mean, it could have played off. Of Put the Phil cookie Hartman. down. Cookies are for closers. <laughs> cookies are well, for closers. Well, he says that in uh, boss, boss Baby. But what if he said cookies no, are no. for. What if he said. Put the cookies down. Cookies are for Christmas Eve. <laughs> that would have been a hilarious line. That would have been yeah, ju- I guess that would have been hilarious. Because there's been- something to be said for Schwarzenegger yelling. I, I'm not, I'm, I'm trying not to take anything away because I I do think that it's really funny. That Schwarzenegger says that line. No, I think it's really good. It's a good line. He doesn't even want his neighbor to eat any of his cookies. But I think that would have been. Now that I'm saying it out loud, though, it would have been a funny <laughs> line my for, for Alec Baldwin to say. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Uh, Can you imagine so how much you would stupid, hate that awesome. guy though? If he was your neighbor. Like yeah, oh this yeah. guy yeah, is sure. trying to fuck my wife. Yeah, what are you him. doing? What are you doing on my roof? Get the fuck out of my house, guy! But why wouldn't he be like? I'm sorry. I have a wife. I would be like, that guy's trying to fuck you. Can you please not invite him into our house? Well, he does actually put the moves on her too in the car uh, near the end. Yeah, and then she she throws a drink in his face. Or she something. does, yeah, but she when he hits him over the head with the eggnog. If you oh, yeah. if you thought like. We're all married. If you thought that your neighbor was trying to fuck your wife, would you not, before he's actually physically touching her, be like, this dude. My neighbor's a 97-year-old woman, but uh, yeah, that'd be weird. Yeah, I don't know. It could happen, man. I don't know if they address it at all, but I think it's just supposed to be like, well... Well, Howard, you're not around, so he's just helping out. Oh, I think it's supposed well, to be he's, she's he's working his way in there because like she doesn't realize that he's a piece of shit. But yeah. it's like, oh, he's so nice. He's and just he does helpful. all this stuff for us, and, and he's I'm, around for his kid. And yeah, but what I'm saying, wouldn't you say something beforehand? Because it didn't just happen on Christmas Eve that he's putting the moves on her. Yeah, he's always been, he's been like, working his way. He's in He's obviously there. been like, what's the word? He's when, fucked like, all the other neighborhood ladies. Yeah. She's like the only notch left on the belt. But that wouldn't make sense for the movie, John. <laughs> You're right. You got me. <laughs> Shut down. But anyway, Sinbad's character. So I kind of like Sinbad's character. He he's paying all this alimony, all that stuff. Then he didn't get this toy when he was a kid. His dad was never around. His neighbor became like a billionaire. He's an alcoholic. Uh, Sinbad, uh, Sinbad's an alcoholic. Yeah, Arnold. Did you say that. No, he drinks. Well, it drinking. implies uh, he's always drinking oh, okay. brandy or whatever. Because then Arnold sees Jamie, sees him, <laughs> Jamie in in the 
in the mailman outfit, right? And he's drinking, throwing back some, yeah. some hooch, sweet juice. So, do you guys know when where this movie takes place? Minnesota. I was gonna say because of the Mall of America. No, because they say it multiple times. But like, if you didn't notice it, would you have thought it took place in? Yeah, it could have been could have been anywhere. Oh, just thought, like a place that has snow anyway. I thought they were trying to be like New York style. Chicago, oh, yeah. New York or Chicago. Hmm. I didn't really think about it. I, I don't think I've ever thought about it before, like where the movie was supposed the to be. The only reason I thought about it was because I was like, I wondered. I always wonder, like, where is this taking place? And then there was a big sign for like Minneapolis or something like that. And I was like, is that an accident or are they intending for it to be here? Yeah. yeah, no, it is supposed to be there. I and, think. and I think just when you see those cops, you just, for me, I just instantly think like New York cop, just the way they, the way they're dressed, they with dress, the, they with look, the f- ev- yeah. yeah, everything. Yeah. But they would have shot Sinbad by then. Well, he is not white. <laughs> <laughs> they would have at least stopped and frisked him. Uh-huh. Uh, that, that scene is funny though. When he goes, does go to the mail room and then like. He's like, oh, this is a bomb, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm going crazy. I'm a crazy postal worker. I'm going to blow you all up. And then they get away. And then it does blow up. I, when it blew up, I was like, oh. And he's like, what? That was a bomb? This world is sick. It, it would have been a w- sick world. It would have been sick people. <laughs> I thought it would have been way funnier, though, if they never went back to the cops. Yeah, that would have been funnier, if, if for sure. Had, if we had thought the cops died. there was an explosion, died. they would have been dead. Yeah, yeah. if we had thought yeah. the cops died, that would have been way Instead funnier. Instead, he's just got, like, the soot-covered face, like, yeah. co- what, like fucking like Wiley, Wiley Coyote. Coyote. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it acne, makes sense. Acne that, I mean, he runs into a bus later. He gets coffee poured on him. Like, it's just... It's true. That's he his is, role, I guess. He's kind of the Wiley Coyote. Yeah. But if they had not cut back to the cops, I thought that would have been way funnier. Or cut back and just had like guts all over the wall. Oh, just <laughs> dripping that. <laughs> no, now that's been, a movie. It was just, it wouldn't even been dripping because it would have been like scorched. <laughs> just like a missing fucking radio station. Just had like one hand laying there, not yeah. connected to a body. It's holding one of those cards that's like when you open it, it has like a song and it's just saying like ho 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 <laughs> ho 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 <laughs> that's a different movie <laughs> I like our movie <laughs> that would be fun dead cops not Arnold and then you have like the, the last action sequence here where these where Arnold actually gets dressed up as Turbo Man uh, I, th- I think it was funny how all his gadgets actually work yeah, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what kind he, of world? It shoots are, the discs. What kind of wacky from his world? Wrist. It, he, jetpack. The jetpack works. Jetpacks yeah. exist in this world, guys. <laughs> it's because it's a kids' movie. Yeah. That's what. Okay, I know that you're down on me for like saying why it's Arnold, but wouldn't it have been so much funner if it was like a regular guy that was doing all that? Because uh, Arnold already has like this. No. Like, Oh, <laughs> I'll stop you right there. Do you understand where I'm coming from? I already said I did. Yeah, it just I, 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 way back at the beginning. I know. It just like I, I like all that flying around stuff. I thought that was kind of cool. Where like he is like his jetpack does work and like he saves his kid from falling. No one seems quite as upset as they should be while he falls. By the way, while he falls, yeah, yeah he fall. No, uh, Arnold. You mean no, the boy. Oh, the boy. Well, they all think it's part of the show. Yeah. The mom doesn't seem that concerned. Well, she's like, he's not, he's my son. He's not part of the show. I know, but I, I'm saying when they, when they show her like reaction shot to like uh-huh. him falling and being caught, it's kind of like, 
Oh, she seems well, I mean, concerned, but like right. she's um, in shock. She, she would have been be like, <laughs> she would have been more traumatized in real life, but that's not something you're going to show on screen in a, in a movie like I this. Know, right? but I'm just like that kid is dying. She's about to watch her kid die. Well, she's like, yeah, it's just Jake Lloyd. Dude, he might listen to this. I don't think that guy needs any Sorry, more Jake. trauma to his brain. Yeah, I don't want to compound whatever's going on in his life, but it's his but parents. It's just fucking annoying. It's his parents' fault, though. It's not his fault. Yeah. It's not his fault he sucks. It's not his fault he was cast in this movie. Uh, yeah. So anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Jake Lloyd. You probably would have been happier if you were never. It's either in him movies. or the big daddy kid. They're both terrible. <laughs> do you remember Big Daddy? I do remember Big Daddy. See, that's kind of a somewhat similar thing. Oh, uh-huh. they're not the same kid? Did you think it was him? Yeah. It yeah. seems like the same John kid. John Stewart is in Big Daddy. Oh, is yeah. He? yeah. Yeah, he's, he's one of the friends. He shows up. Doesn't he show up in a couple Sandler movies? Uh, he's in Half Baked. Yeah. You ever seen a one dollar bill <laughs> on, on weed? weed? <laughs> yes. Is Half Baked an action movie? Because I'd like to do that movie. It is not. It's not an action movie. Weed, weed. It's not a drug. You ever suck dick for weed? <laughs> I suck dick for coke. Classic. So are we all done uh, with this movie then? <laughs> I think that this is a I, I think this is a totally a fun a fun movie. Um, I did shout on it a lot. Did you guys look up this director at all, Brian Levant? No. I want to tell. He's I'm going to tell you some other things I, he did. I saw. I, I listened to a trailer at the beginning of this podcast that said he was the director of uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, uh, that's not on his list of things that he's. Then I don't about. understand why the trailer I listened to. Yeah, the trailer said that. Uh, it's not on his list of movies he's directed. He did direct Problem Child 2 oh. and then followed that up with Beethoven. Yeah, remember the dog? Oh, yeah. 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 Beethoven. What, what's his name? Then in that movie? did the Flint, live action Flintstones who's movie. In, who's in Beethoven? Charles Grodin. Fucking love that guy. Uh, live action Flintstones and then, of course, Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas. Uh, Snow Dogs. Oh, isn't that? Are we there yet? Isn't Snow Dogs with uh, uh, Show Me the Money? He did a Jackie Chan movie called The Spy Next Door that I don't think I ever saw. And he did the straight-to-video Christmas Story 2, uh, which I forgot was a thing. Apparently, he's working on the new Police Academy, though. Oh, good for him. So he's still working. You guys, you seen all the Police Academies, Dustin? Uh, Most of them, for sure. I think I've seen them all. Yeah. I, th- I can't remember if I've seen like the last couple of them or not. Like, what's the last one? Like Mission think, to Moscow? Yeah, yeah, Mission to Moscow. I think so. I've seen Mission to Moscow. There's one before. That's like the seventh one. Yeah, there's like fucking, I think that's the only one I haven't seen maybe. Just the uh, Miami. Yeah, Miami I think is Citizens five. Citizens on C- Patrol. Citizens on Patrol. Yeah. yeah. I've seen all those. Uh, the Bobcat Goldthwait and the, with, the, yeah. with the hot air balloon. And the so the, <laughs> the first mission, of, sorry, the first mission impossible. The first uh, Police Academy was the last one that I saw. Yeah, oh, which yeah. is probably much only. different than the rest of them. Yeah, they get a little more slap. That's a hard slapsticky. As also it goes. a hard R. Yeah, wasn't and the first in the first couple uh, uh, R's. The first one is. Yeah. Well, the first one has the scene where Mahoney is like watching the girls. It's more like meatballs, right? Like watching the the girls in the showers and stuff. Like okay, that. I didn't remember that, but yeah, I mean that was a thing in almost every comedy at that yeah. time. Yeah, Animal yeah. House. True. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Here, Porkies, you know, all that shit. But yeah. Well, we got anything else we want to say about Jingle All the Way? I think I'll James say this. A, for James, it's a Stone Cold classic. I mean, I don't think so. I 
I'll say this. So the holiday classic for all the way. For me, this movie is probably never going to be a classic, but my kids like it and I'm willing to watch it every year. When I, I cannot say about a lot of Christmas movies. Yeah, there's a lot of really bad Christmas yeah. movies. So this movie has enough <laughs> brevity and enough fun in it. Like what James, I think what James it's is not, like. It's not like boring, you know, like there's there's enough shit going on and you got Phil Hartman. And, and, and I can totally see getting, like l- loving some of these lines more every time I, every year I watch them. Like, like waiting for them, you know what I mean? What? Put down the cookies? Are we yeah. going to hear put down the cookies? P- play it right now. <laughs> Hi, I... Ted? Howard! Hey, buddy! How's it going out there? Everything okay? Yeah, fine. Uh, Ted, I need to speak to Liz. Uh, could you get... Mm. Oh! Howard, excuse me, but your wife's cookies are out of this world. What a... Who told you you can eat my cookies? I'm just helping Liz out a little in the kitchen. She's making up a storm here. Ted, I need to speak to my wife. So could you get her on the phone, please? I think she's in the shower, Howard. Do you want me to go check? No! I mean, no, that's fine. On your way out, just tell her it would be a few minutes late, but you shouldn't worry. Oh, she won't worry. I mean, I'm here and... Mm. Oh, these cookies! I gotta get the retrograde from Liz. Put that cookie down! Now! Okay, I'll admit, listening, just listening to that and not watching it, it's pretty fucking funny. I mean, Phil Hartman is... He was fucking the best. So, so somebody we talked about this <clears throat> at work. I think I was one that posited this question. Very macabre, but if you could have one person back, would it be Phil Hartman, or would it be uh, Chris Farley? Yeah. Who are you picking? Uh, I'd probably pick Chris Farley. If I could hang out with him, then it would no, be Chris no, Farley. No, 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 If it's no. just, if we're talking it's about just, just what they do on is, film, yeah. then Phil Hartman. <laughs> I mean, I think Phil Hartman, for me, for my sensibility, Phil Hartman's funnier. Not that I didn't like Chris Farley, I did. I love Chris Farley, but Phil Hartman, man. I think Phil Hartman would have a longer career. I think Chris Farley might, it's hard to say, but it's just. Might have faded away a bit. Just because. He would have burnt out. Yeah, it's just... Well, he already came out... Like, his first movie was his best movie, right? Tom, Tommy Boy? Tommy Boy. It's all downhill from there. Tommy Boy is a fucking classic. Tommy Boy is great. I mean, Black Sheep is kind of just a repeat of Tommy Boy. Yeah. Black Sheep's fun, though. It's got some fun bits. But then after that, you got, like, Beverly Hills Ninja and... What's the one with Wagons Matthew Perry? East. No, that's the Can- John Candy last movie. Oh. Almost Heroes, I think. Almost was. Heroes. Were they both... They were both Westerns, weren't they? Almost here is they're like I think explorers like a oh, yeah. like a like Lewis and Clark yeah Lewis and Clark yeah yeah they were definitely starting to go downhill yeah uh, yeah but listening sorry anyway listening his, his Wayne's World two shit sorry it's just oh it's amazing <laughs> yeah I hate my father I hate my life I'm gonna go pick a fight <laughs> <laughs> well there's all the Adam Sandler movie stuff too yeah oh the bus driver yeah. and Billy Madison. <laughs> or or the Norm Macdonald where he has nose bit off by a Tijuana Oh yeah, bar. dirty is that dirty work? Yeah, dirty work. I just uh I just procured that movie. I'm going to watch it again oh, soon. Oh fuck, that's That movie is fucking hilarious. <laughs> that movie is funny. Well, I remember James and I watching that as kids. Yeah. I thought oh. Yeah. Norm Macdonald, I don't know if it's a Canadian thing. He's an all-time banger. Like, holy shit, that guy. <laughs> yeah. 
drive slow, honk your horn. I'm, I'm going to moon these girls. <laughs> but he just like pulls over and stops. <laughs> he was supposed to keep going. <laughs> oh my God, a dead hooker. Oh my, oh God, my God, another dead hooker. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, so this. Oh, are uh, we going to bother saying our ratings? We don't have to. I'll get my rating for this movie. <clears throat> we're not going to put it on the list. No, it's, it's not going to go on the list, so, but I'd say my reaction to this movie was a three. Overall, it got a three. Listening to that Phil Hartman uh, bit right there, almost <laughs> made me want to bump yeah, it up. Yeah, because <laughs> he's so good. And the, and the thing is, is like I, I think that like hearing James talk about it more, there are these parts that are really that have like this kernel of like really good humor or good whatever in them. Yeah, I think about what you were saying, like it like there's the whole skeleton of it that it just could have been a lot better i think like yeah. the idea of it's great and i don't even think you need to switch out schwarzenegger or anything i just think if the script was better it would have been really it could have actually been like a really fun i fun just think it doesn't movie. it doesn't really matter it's, it doesn't matter. it's no, a kids I, movie i think yeah. that that's part of the problem though is like just watching it at 36 <laughs> is just different than watching it at like even 16, you know? Sure. I think if you watch any movie enough, you'll start to like <laughs> It'll it. start to work its way into cabin, Like a cabin <laughs> fever style. Yeah. <laughs> I just like it because I've seen it so much. But that's probably yeah. the way that re- same reason that we love fucking Trapped in Paradise. Well, and that's... Trapped in Paradise is a lot better than this movie, though. Like, Fuck yeah, it is. What, you know, what makes... A movie, like a Christmas movie especially, because there's a lot of movies, like what makes them a classic so I hold, is the question. I mean, I think a lot of people consider this one of the worst Christmas movies ever. Right. Uh, I don't think it's that bad. I think there's so many shitty ones. So I, as a Christmas lover, have very few movies that I hold like in really, really high regard as far as Christmas movies go. Um, like I don't hold White Christmas in my top like. It, that's not that's not a banger mm-hmm. <laughs> like that one's dropped like it's kind of shitty like there's like old movies like holiday inn i love um trapped in paradise <laughs> which not we, holiday inn sorry that? um not fucking is what? that gonna holiday be your, is that gonna be your other christmas pick <laughs> trapped in paradise i said holiday Inn. i meant christmas in connecticut which is like this, the old one the old one the original not not the not, arnold remake yeah interesting enough the remake uh, was directed by Arnold Schwarzenegger. There's a remake of Christmas in Connecticut. Made yeah. for TV. Made for TV. Made huh. in the 90s. Directed by Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was his first directorial. Cool. I actually don't mind it. <laughs> I don't think I've even it's seen it. It's pretty the shitty. Our though. parents made us watch it like it's, once or twice every Christmas. It's pretty shitty. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> the original's way better. Um, but there aren't that many good Christmas movies. There's like only a couple that I really love. Yeah, but, but every, bunch I like. every family has their. Right, classic their family that one. they they yeah. all watch. Right. Yeah, I Ours, mean, we never we never watched um, a Christmas story. No, I don't care about that movie. I didn't see that movie until right. I was a bit older. I love that movie, but, but I didn't see it until I was older. But people are like, that is the go-to. No. That is the movie. Yeah, it's like a fucking Norman Rock. What was his name? Norman Rockwell. Norman Rockwell. It's like a painting. It's like a Rockwell painting. I don't like life. that movie. Oh, I think it's great. Yeah, see, I'm and you're, not a huge fan. And but Dustin, I didn't grow up watching it. I didn't grow up watching it either. Dustin likes Bad Santa. I. I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> I love Bad Santa. I fucking hate it. I watch it most years. Uh, what was I thinking? When I was a kid, ours was One Magic Christmas, which is really schmaltzy. I don't know if you guys One seen that. One Magic 
what's it's what? got harry dean stanton as like an angel in it um and mary steenbergen yeah it's a movie where her, she, husband, where her dies. husband dies to be oh, the that, mailbox yeah my dad yeah. my dad loved that we movie. watched that movie fuck ton when i was a kid my dad loved that movie i couldn't handle it it's pretty like how sad it was when i was a kid it was like really sad yeah so there's this movie i love as a christmas movie um called we're no angels uh oh, starring yeah. um humphrey bogart peter yusinov and aldo ray um Oh, and uh, Joan Bennett and Basil Rothbone. Basil Rothbone, oh, yeah. best known for playing Sherlock Holmes. Um, it's this fucking awesome movie about like it's I don't know if it's in the Caribbean, but these like three dudes escape from prison and like are hiding out in this like shop and like end up helping this this hus- this dad and daughter. Anyway, it's a great fucking movie. This guy likes all cra- classy Christmas movies. I'm all like, yeah. y'all ever seen that? Ernest Saves Christmas. <laughs> I'm I'm a big uh, yes I have yeah yeah I am I'm a I'm a really big fan of like fifties fifties and sixties like Christmas movies like I I don't know they're they're just different yeah I'm gonna have to try to watch some of those because you're like always looking for something new to watch at Christmas time I think that Christmas is that one time where you have a really particular thing that you want from a Christmas movie like you want to reaffirm what the way that you see Christmas and what it means to you so like for me it's not really about the religious stuff or anything like that but it's like it's about like people coming together and like helping each other and um I think that that's what I see in like um in in We're No Angels and in, in, in like uh Christmas in Connecticut it's like people falling in love or like People just like having a good time together, like as a as a group. I don't know. And like Christmas Connecticut, Connecticut is great because it's like a, it's like a con movie where like, but like a family con movie <laughs> where like these people are like conning, like they're pretending to be a family when they're not. I don't know. I don't know. They're just really they're really fun. Yeah, I, I think Christmas movies as a category is kind of one of those ones where take all the take all the things that you would rate a regular movie on or how you would view a regular movie and just throw them out the window because it doesn't really matter. It's everyone's very specific like likes or if they watched it when they were younger, it's not like a, if you're, if you like this, then you're gonna like this movie. It's very particular. Sure, yeah. yeah. And you know what? I'm sorry. We probably should have started off talking about that, James. I'm, I'm sure you probably, that's what you wanted to do. And like, you're, you're totally right. Like it, it should, it should be about that. Like what you really like. It shouldn't yeah. be about just like, oh no, like I didn't like the camera movement in this film. <laughs> the cinematography is shit. Mm-hmm. It should be like how it touches you. Sure. Right. Okay. Now I feel like I, I want to give this, I want to give Jiggle all the way a higher rating. Because you know what? Well, how about as a Christmas present, I just won't share my, my, <laughs> my low rating. Because here's the thing is like my reaction to it, my, my ratings aren't going to be any different. My reaction to it though, my kids really liked it. And I well, that would help too, right? Like if, if you're watching it with your kids and they're liking it, you're not going to be like, no, this movie sucks, you guys. <laughs> like this is yeah. a pile of shit. And I, I have to be honest, like my kids, like I said, don't like very many live action movies, especially, but they enjoyed this one. Mm-hmm. And they, you know what the thing is? Is they didn't run and hide. Like not neither of them. They were never scared. 
mm-hmm. which is kind of nice. Cause one of them always fucking pusses out. <laughs> I gotta go hide. Jingle all the way. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, hopefully this sounded good on a, a re-listen. Um, best place to talk to us, get a hold of us, uh, Instagram. You can check out our list on Letterboxd. And next week, we are going to do a recast of Trapped in Paradise, personal favorite of mine and John's. And Dustin, I don't know, probably, maybe. So I hope you enjoyed, and we will see you next week. Let's go, guys.